Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello. Another discussion with a client this week brought up a very common topic. As they searched for what they want in their relationships, we looked at the bigger topic of what is happiness? I guess this is one of the age-old questions that you can ask yourself throughout life. You may have conversations about or maybe spend a lot of time seeking. Is there actually an answer to this question? In this episode, I will talk about the topic as a whole and hopefully shed some light on what it looks like, feels like and how it can be attained. It is obviously a very personal thing to feel or be happy as we are all very different and complicated beings and therefore will have our own ways and things and thoughts about what is right for us. I've even written a 21 day audio program on it and how to increase your levels of it. Um, but there um, are and will be things within that course that will resonate with you and make you feel better and others that maybe won't. I assume that although you may know people who may not uh, be very happy or seem better off miserable but actually maybe this does make them happy I do assume that we all want to be happy. We could look for it in the wrong types of places without realising it so I thought I'd begin by talking about what happiness isn't. Is happiness the same as excitement? Well, new experiences can be fun and even exhilarating at times, releasing dopamine and it feels good. But these rushes are temporary and so are they in fact happiness. Excitement like this doesn't tend to take much to achieve and therefore I would class this as a hit of happiness. Does happiness give your life meaning? A meaningful life doesn't always equate to a happy life and researchers have found key differences between the two. Happy people tend to satisfy their own wants and needs and are in the present moment. Meaningfulness on the other hand involves the past, present and future and how this all connects and is associated with giving more to others. Focusing on meaningful acts can lead to a neglect of yourself and therefore a lack of ultimate happiness. That doesn't mean that meaning isn't important, but not meant in the same way. And I'll discuss that a bit more later in this show. Does achieving bring you lasting happiness? In many societies and cultures, there is an expectation to be in a constant state of learning, doing and striving for new milestones in your life. And those will make you happy. And again, this is true if it leaves you feeling good about yourself. But what if you don't achieve your goals and reach those outcomes? Disappointment, guilt, regret or self-criticism can manifest. So in this, are you actually just aiming to feed your ego and validate yourself? In some cases, the answer is yes. And you are looking for external things to validate you and make you feel good. As with excitement, when you achieve this fix, it's temporary and at times can lead you to continue to seek that fix time and time again without taking any time out to be present and enjoy your successes. 
Have you heard of toxic positivity? This is when you try and put a positive spin on things all of the time and ignore the fact that you have negative feelings, things that don't feel so great, or address the issues that aren't very good for you. And in that, happiness is not an absence of negative emotions. These are inevitable, and it doesn't bode well to ignore them. Processing them and dealing with things will actually make you happier in the long run. Happiness isn't a destination to be reached. It's a constant, everyday thing. I often hear people say that I will be happy when I have the right relationship or when I have an X amount of money. But as mentioned, happiness is a current state thing, something you cultivate in the here and the now. It isn't about being in a constant state of euphoria. And at times you may not even be aware that you are happy as it is fleeting, an almost imperceptible thing. So if that is what happiness isn't, then what is it? It is typically characterised by feelings of joy, satisfaction, contentment and fulfilment. It involves positive emotions and life satisfaction. I've intimated to this somewhat already, but researchers found that what makes people most happy are pleasure, so doing things you enjoy, engagement, feeling interested in your activities and connected to others, and meaning, feeling like what you do actually matters. Here, as opposed to living a meaningful life, it is the meaning that you give to your experiences that will affect how happy and how you feel about them. Being satisfied with what you do and who you are. The 80-year Grant Gluick study into happiness from Yale University also discovered that the quality of your relationships was the biggest indicator to your overall level of happiness. It is about being able to balance your emotions and, as I mentioned earlier, being able to bounce back from negative spaces and create a positive mood for yourself. Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, had a view on happiness too, that happiness is the one human desire and that all other human desires exist in order to obtain happiness. How do you know you are happy and what are the signs to look out for? Well, you will feel satisfied with your life. Feel like you are living the life that you want. You can take life as it comes, go with the flow and are open to new experiences. You are satisfied with who you are and accept all of you. You practice self-care, self-compassion and have self-awareness. You have a good set of relationships that make you feel good and don't cause you too much stress. You're more positive than negative. You experience gratitude for things even if they are small. And you want to share and spread your happiness and are happy when others are happy too. Coming back to Aristotle, he suggested there are two types of happiness. Hedonia, the happiness derived from pleasurable pursuits, and eudaimonia, seeking virtue and meaning. Psychologists have added a third to this list, and they said that this third one is engagement. So that's how you commit and participate in your own life. How do you cultivate your own happiness? 
If you're going to pursue goals, set intentions or whatever word you like to use for these things you want to achieve, then ensure that they are intrinsically motivated, ones that are focused on your personal growth. The same can be said about finding purpose. Make sure that it's your purpose. As already mentioned, live more in the moment and enjoy it as much as possible. Practice gratitude or appreciation. My program suggests a gratitude diary so that you keep on top of the things that you're grateful for or appreciate all the time. Every time I make myself a cappuccino at home, I have a big smile on my face as I'm grateful for the fact that I can make my own cappuccino at home. In fact, I will make one for myself right after the show. Reframe your negative thoughts. Be hopeful and optimistic, but not to the positive, uh, toxic positivity levels that I mentioned earlier on. Most of us have a natural negativity bias from our evolution to remember negative things in order to protect ourselves. But this means that we can pay attention to negatives more than positives. But obviously this will impact on the levels of happiness that you are able to achieve. And if you aren't able to shift from that mindset, you will constantly find you're looking for negatives. Remember, it isn't about ignoring the negatives, but reframing and moving forward as soon as practical and possible. Get regular exercise if possible. It's good for your mind and your body. One study suggests that walking for 30 minutes three times a week helps with lowering depression levels in people by 20%. Get out into nature. There are so many studies that say that getting out into nature is good for you. And lastly, and most importantly, as far as this podcast is concerned, cultivate strong and positive relationships. Why is happiness so important anyway? From what I've said so far, that could be fairly self-explanatory. But just to push the point a bit more, happiness is a good predictor of overall physical, emotional or mental well-being, success and even longevity. One study suggests a huge higher life expectancy of 13 years. And that's 13 years more happiness included. You live a more positive life overall. It helps you to build stronger emotional resources. More positive and less negative hormones floating around in your body. It can change your outlook on life. Your healthy and your non-healthy behaviours, such as what foods you decide to eat. Possibly what relationships you decide to have too. You can build your happy life by increasing your own self-awareness and understanding of what makes you tick, knowing what you enjoy, letting go of what and who doesn't serve you positively and how to manage things if they are permanent fixtures in your life that you are not willing to let go of. If you struggle with finding your own happiness, then think of one thing that you can begin today that will help you to begin that journey. And there's also a link to my online audio course if you need a bit of support or some ideas. Happiness is within your reach. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.